You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play-calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage for Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to a Monday edition of the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib alongside Thomas Carinante. There is negative zero player movement in Major League Baseball prior to the virtual winter meetings. So the nation's eyes are focused on Yankees catcher Gary Sanchez in the Dominican Winter League. We are ready to have the conversation. What matters? What doesn't matter? Why we're watching this and why it would all just be easier if Gary Sanchez had been good for five straight years. Folks, make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcast. Drop us a five-star review and a mailbag question or an angry tweet. You can also do that. Uh, we would love to hear from you, and we're going to need mailbag questions moving forward. We've got a lot of great guests coming up, but we would also love to hear from you. You could be our guest if you want to hop in that mailbag. Thomas, happy Monday. Uh, virtual winter meetings are upon us. We're going to talk a little bit about DJ LeMahieu and the Dodgers smoke, too. But until then, we do have to talk about the elephant in the room who is now 5 for 11 in the Dominican Winter League and is maybe proving everybody wrong, which is definitely, we cannot stress this enough, a good thing if it's real yeah baby happy monday winter meetings here let's get the ball rolling let's see a couple of big moves i don't know how big moves are going to happen i don't know if there's group zoom chats where gms are going to fight until they figure out who's acquiring who but it's a once in a lifetime winter meetings that we're about to experience so hopefully some cool stuff comes of it and we have something to write about but yes gary sanchez dominican winter league and everybody is following it like a hawk we are getting blasted on Twitter because nobody <laughs> reads the actual article. They just read the headline. And I guess I don't blame you because that's just the way life is now. Uh, we have too much information at our fingertips and nobody really cares to expand upon things. So here we are. Um, admittedly, over the weekend, we wrote about Sanchez's debut in the Dominican Winter League, which was objectively bad. 
the Gary Sanchez resurgence bandwagon might disagree with us, but um, I don't think we're calling a one for five performance with a bloop single to right field, uh, anything momentous. Uh, he struck out three times in those strikeouts looked very bad. And then his other out he made was getting jammed on a one Oh fastball on a bloop pop-up to right field. Um, so naturally we're concerned. Why are we concerned? Very simple. It's a Dominican winter league. The competition is much less inferior to major league baseball. Um, perhaps it was harsh to judge Gary on his debut performance because he hadn't gotten real game reps since pretty much the regular season since he was, you know, he played a couple of innings in uh, the ALDS and didn't get that much action. So this is realistically his first serious playing time since September. So whatever, you know, uh, unfair judgment perhaps, but guess what? People are worried because 2021 is a pivotal year for him. Yes. He got his contract tendered to him on December 2nd before the deadline, but if he puts forth another poor season, then they're probably not going to tender him a contract in his third year of arbitration eligibility. And then we're talking about a full on shit storm uh, in Yankee land, but you know what? We wrote about his struggles and then we see, we see him heat up. Now he's five for 11. He's tearing the cover off the ball. It seems um, he's got a bunch of bombs. Uh, he's feeling good. So I'm happy to see it. We're all happy to see it. Uh, the reason why, I had said this morning that we shouldn't be following his every move. I'll quickly get through this because I want to hear what you have to say. It's pretty simple. Um, if Gary's succeeding in the Dominican Winter League, that's just simply what he's supposed to be doing. He's not facing, he's mostly not facing, you know, the, the top major league talent. He went up against fellow Yankee Albert Abreu, who's a fringe major leaguer who started a game for the opposing team. Um, and if he's tattooing home runs off these guys, that's just what Gary Sanchez should be. If you believe Gary Sanchez is the best hitting catcher in baseball, then the Dominican winter league should be a joke for the guy. He should be walking every time. He shouldn't be striking out. He should be walking every time. He should be ripping doubles into the gap, hitting home runs over the fence. Like we've seen a couple of huge bombs. It was great to see. Um, but the problem is, is that if we're following him and he's not doing well, then that's even a bigger cause for concern. And that's when people are going to focus on the coverage, because if he's failing to deliver against inferior talent, then that has to be viewed as a regression because he has not been. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round the clock protection. Something you probably don't know. The average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know. Your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know. A falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Rated major league level, both on offense or defense, uh, for the better part of three years now. I know John Boy tweeted out something actually interesting uh, yesterday about how we talk about Gary's 2019 season being really bad. Um, and you look at his splits between the months, he had all good months except for the month of July. And then he was obviously injured in September, but it only takes into account his home runs and OPS and his RBIs. And then, you know, you don't really get into average. You don't get into strikeouts. You don't get into lack of clutch hits. So, you know, there's a lot more to baseball than home runs, RBIs and OPS. Uh, I know Gary's numbers might've looked good from 2019 and he was blistering hot in the first two and a half months of the season before he fell off. Um, 
but you know, we can't discount all the other aspects of the game, especially on defense as well, where he was not good. Uh, but anyway, the reason why I said that we should scale back on us following and watching every at bat is because his success while great is merely expected while his failures are further magnified because it's coming against people who are not, you know, bonafide major league talent. So if he's not getting the job done there, then what makes you think he's going to turn it around in 2021? Either way, he needs these reps. He needs to get back on track. This is part of his revenge tour. We're rooting for him. All that matters is what he does next season. Doesn't matter what he's doing in the winter league right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Baseball is such an unfortunate sport. I I just keep coming back to that. It's it's you're so prone to knee jerk reactions in this game because of how much every at bat matters in the moment and how little it matters in the grand scheme of things. So I don't want a light, like I don't want a lightning rod on the Yankees. The Yankees are best when there is no focal point who creates hot takes on both sides of the spectrum and is defended ad nauseum when he probably doesn't deserve it and is, you know, hated on for minor indiscretions. I had, I had almost no fun during the entire Alex Rodriguez era, which ended up being, you know, over a decade because from the time, like the 2004, I know I'm going way back here and you know, this is a, this is a wide ranging conversation, but I'm just getting things off my chest. The, the 2004 Red Sox Yankees playoff series ruined so many things for me, but it, it mainly ruined Alex Rodriguez for me and that it created a lightning rod upon whom all future endeavors would be judged, whether fair or not. Um, Alex Rodriguez, of course, was brought on to reinforce a 2003 Yankees team that made the World Series and beat the Red Sox in the most dramatic ALCS Game 7 you'll ever see and was sort of, you know, was sort of the one who was supposed to render the rivalry moot, right? So the Yankees beat the scrappy Red Sox in 2003. We come back for 2004. The Red Sox are about to trade for Alex Rodriguez. Instead, we do. We're bringing in this, you know, this prima donna, this person with all these preconceived notions surrounding him when he arrives. But it's sort of widely accepted by the rest of baseball that this is the breaking point. You know, now that the Yankees get A-Rod, they've gone from a foil for the Red Sox to invincible. There's no way the Sox are catching the 2004 Yankees. You know, they've made all the difference. Meanwhile, people are ignoring the, you know, the pitching drain. The, Andy Pettit has left the Yankees between 2003 and 2004. He's gone to Houston. A huge deal that most people aren't talking about because they're distracted by A-Rod. Um, you know, <laughs> Roger Clemens has gone to Houston too. He's gone. So now the Yankees rotation is in shambles. It's Mike Messina, John Lieber, you know, all these, you know, teeny tiny guys who are suddenly the number two starter on all these teams. Um, So there's a lot wrong with the 2004 Yankees, but anything they do now becomes a referendum on A-Rod. Of course, the 2004 Yankees not only lose in the postseason, they lose the most heartbreaking and embarrassing postseason series a team can lose. Um, They blow a 3-0 lead. Game six is marked by Alex Rodriguez slapping Bronson Arroyo's glove and trying to change the momentum himself in the eighth inning. Meanwhile, the clear blame for that game falls on, you know, not bunting on Kurt Schilling, whose ankle is falling apart. The Yankees have every opportunity to make their own momentum. And instead, their their last-ditch effort is like, the A-Rod glove slap is the equivalent of like the Jets failing to cover Henry Ruggs on that, like sending the house on that blitz instead of just doing, you know, prevent defense. It's the most ridiculous desperation swing it's so unbelievably stupid and so now instead of you know joe Torre's bad managing no aggression on shilling terrible pitching many reasons that the yankees have backslid and the red sox have zoomed forward after they blow the 3-0 lead it's just a rod what happened with a rod why did the yankees have a rod why are they worse than they were in 2003 clearly it's a rod 
So 05, 06, 07, 08, same deal. The Yankees' first round exits, it's why isn't A-Rod hitting? 06, Joe Torre moves A-Rod down to the eighth spot. It's what's going on with A-Rod? Why is he batting eighth? A-Rod drama. 07, A-Rod hits a late home run in the, the game that ultimately loses the Yankees the ALDS against Joe Borowski. Uh, it cuts a 4-2 deficit to 4-3 in the eighth. I believe that's the score. But anyway, it's not enough. They don't come back. And it's, again, not only are the Yankees not advancing, but it's too little, too late. It's A-Rod home run, not in the clutch, you know, it in, in a random situation. And it took the 2009 postseason for Alex Rodriguez to get this monkey off his back and the Yankees back. Uh, but it took six years off my fandom because every conversation I had was A-Rod related it made me feel like I had to defend A-Rod in his most indefensible moments. I somehow had to, you know, as a Yankee fan, be on the side of Alex Rodriguez in the glove slap, which was utterly indefensible. And every time he struggled in the playoffs, I had to come to his defense. Uh, so watching the Yankees became more unpleasant because the conversation focused on A-Rod all the time. That is unfortunately what we've seen over the past few years with Gary Sanchez. And our lives would be so much better if he just were, if it, two things, if he were great, if he were as undeniably great as he was in 2017 and 2016, obviously when he was the best rookie most of us have ever seen, destroying the second half of the Major League Baseball season and trying to steal the rookie of the year for himself after just two months of slugging. If he had simply been consistent in the wake of that 2017 season, not, not even, you know, life-changingly great, but just consistent, we wouldn't have this lightning rod on our hands. The defensive struggles wouldn't be magnified. There would be a vocal part of the fan base complaining that he could never be a World Series caliber catcher because of his defensive struggles. But they wouldn't be the majority, and they would just be this tinny little voice you heard in the corner of your ear while the Yankees were either winning or, or struggling. Somehow, Gary Sanchez has become the Alex Rodriguez for the new generation. Uh, so it's become this, this thing where you must either feel like you have to defend Gary while he objectively struggles – his 2018 season was was terrible. His 2019 season was torpedoed by a terrible month in which he looked like the worst of Gary Sanchez. By and large, he was pretty great in 2019. And in the first half, in fact, carried the offense for a long time. And then 2020, we were so desperate for baseball that when it arrived, we were, you know, we cautioned ourselves not to prejudge a 60-game season. And then, of course, we were presented with a 60-game season, and all we did was draw sweeping conclusions from what we saw in what was objectively a season unlike any other and a shortened year. Um, it's unfortunate that Gary Sanchez's worst performances continue to come in the playoffs when everyone's eyes are most firmly planted upon him. And it's very unfortunate that we've been forced to, you know, all claim sides in this debate. What people want to see in the Dominican winter league are Gary Sanchez highlights. You know, it's, it's not my prerogative to say, what people are asking for you know, to be put in front of them. Uh, we tried to show you Domingo Herman highlights when he joined the Dominican winter league. People said not Nobody cared. Nobody, Nobody cared. cared. Nobody cared at all because that's what Gary Sanchez is. So what, like you're right that he should be performing and the story should just be Gary Sanchez doing what he should have been doing all along. But unfortunately that's not going to be the case. So he is tearing the cover off the ball through three games, five for 11, two bombs, uh, one was an absolute monster shot on a 3-0 pitch. One was, you know, a great job staying back on, on a uh, change last night, ripped it out to left field too. So five for 11, two homers, two doubles, four whiffs, two walks, 454 average, 1720 OPS. Um, we can't draw sweeping conclusions from these three games, but people are going to do that anyway. So 
the headline, the grabby headline is we don't need to pay attention to Gary Sanchez in the Dominican Winter League. Of course, you can do whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> Gary Sanchez is going to be hitting in the Dominican Winter League. You can watch or you cannot watch. No judgment on your fandom. But it's just unfortunate that everyone has to put their foot in the ground and either vociferously defend Gary Sanchez when he struggles or take a step back and, you know, you know, say that his, his Dominican winter league performance is meaningless. None of this is meaningless. It's all meaningful. And it's what we're being delivered during a pandemic season, but I can't come out and say he's going to dominate on opening day, 2021 because of his two straight great games, in the Dominican winter league. And even those among us defending Gary have to admit that when his very first at bat after months of discourse was him whiffing at two low and away sliders, which is all he did in 2020 and all he did for large portions of 2018 and 2019 and in clutch situations, it's the optics that are so bad. Baseball is a moment to moment sport. We are all making snap judgments on what we see repeatedly. And unfortunately the pattern has been struggling on those low and away sliders. I don't want to see it. Nobody wants to see it, but you have to admit, even the Gary Sanchez defenders felt that pit in their stomachs that I felt for all those years while I defended Alex Rodriguez. When you saw the first appearance of Gary Sanchez was more low and away slider stuff, and you were already revving yourself up mentally to say, okay, time to defend this again, time to defend the indefensible. I know the pain. I felt it. We all felt it again this week. And hopefully Gary continues trending in the right direction. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, DJ LeMahieu and the Dodgers is what should be really making us uncomfortable right about now. Welcome back to the Yanks Go Yard podcast. I'm Adam Weiner. I just revved myself up into a stupor talking about how Alex Rodriguez ruined my life for seven years. Um, and we are going to talk DJ LeMahieu to the Dodgers now because there is more Jeff Passan smoke. And where there's Jeff Passan smoke, there might just be fire, fire that we do not want to see. Thomas, we've been beating this drum for a while now. Um, we're not ready to accept that they are, you know, of course the Yankees are still a favorites, but it's time to be nervous about the Dodgers replacing Justin Turner with DJ LeMahieu. Yeah, a little concerning. Um, but if we can go back to Gary for one second. I of know course we can go back hot, to Gary Striking the iron while we're hot, baby. Um, your parallel was tremendous. So hopefully that, you know, uh, provides some sort of uh, middle ground for people who just don't understand anything. Uh, my issue with Gary is that, we and you know including myself because seeing him whiffing on the sliders didn't that's not what I want him to do but it it kind of fulfills the prophecy within me that it's like okay here we go this shit is happening again um and kind of vice versa where you see him hit a home run you're like fucking Gary Sanchez is back baby home run 3-0 count against the guy I've never heard of we are back for 2021 and it's like okay we can't be freaking out about the strikeouts and we can't be over the moon about all of the home runs. It's we have to just take it as it is and let him do what he has to do. Let him get back on track because that's the most important thing. And having this division, it's like modern day politics. Dude. It doesn't matter who says what, or if you're being honest about something, or if you're trying to find a bipartisan middle ground, it's somebody's going to shit on you any, any which way they can, because that's what they want to do. We're not rooting against Gary, just to let you guys know. It is more of a newsworthy story that he looked bad than it is that he looked good, as we kind of uh, elaborated upon there in those two diatribes. But that's my issue. I don't want anybody fulfilling prophecies on what they think Gary should be or what he isn't or you know whether it's a, a good prophecy or a bad prophecy. It's He's getting reps. That's the end of it. 
let him enjoy himself, take him out of the spotlight. You know, we were part of putting him in the spotlight. We want to take him out. We want to be out as well. And okay. it's not going away. It's not yeah. going away until he has an A-Rod. He doesn't have to have an A-Rod 09 run. He doesn't have to be the best player on a World Series team. But I'm sorry to say that this discourse is going to remain until there's another ring in the Bronx. Yeah. Um, he, he was untradeable this year with good reason. The right move, whether you're a fan or not, was to bring him back on this current salary and figure things out. I wish they'd bring in a veteran mentor like Yadier Molina to partner with him instead of Kyle Higashioka, who's sort of this weird middle ground, not a starting catcher, definitely a viable backup, but not somebody who's going to push Gary to, to learn more and, and round into the form we all know Gary can round himself into. Um, but that being said, he was going to be a part of this team in 2021. He may not get an extension unless he has a World Series run that, that puts the haters to bed. Um, and, and unfortunately, this discourse and these two camps are going to continue to exist until we see it sustained in the postseason. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Back to real things that we actually have to focus on. DJ LeMahieu. We're hearing more and more buzz about him and the Dodgers, and it makes total sense, people. It just depends on what DJ wants to do in terms of his, I guess, future on defense. Does he want to be the Swiss Army guy who plays first, second, and third? Because that would be a tremendous fit with the Dodgers, regardless of how you look at it. Turner's hitting free agency. Um, you got Gavin Lux, who can play the middle infield. You're thinking about maybe moving Corey Seager to second or third if they think Lux is the shortstop of the future and they can't agree to a long-term extension with Seager. And then you got Muncie, who could play second and third, and he's the first baseman right now. So plenty of options, plenty of infield options, which we wrote about a couple of weeks ago, why this is scary. Because if DJ buys into, you know, the type, it's like, look, dude, you're going to be playing a bunch of other positions. So are all these other guys in the infield. It's going to be massive. You're going to be batting right behind Mookie Betts or in front of him, whatever it may be. So it's worrisome because the scenario is intriguing and he would be going to the World Series champs who, you know, you kind of look at the NL and they have a much easier road to the World Series. I don't know if, you know, I, I think I think that's the case, whether you disagree with me or not. I don't know that I think the Dodgers, especially with how stacked they are, they have a much easier road than the Yankees do, given where the Yankees are at this moment, because Brian Cashman still has a lot of work to do. The, the, the job won't be done until, you know, we see the pieces that we need on this team on opening day. Um, but it, yeah, I, I'm a little bit concerned, but there hasn't been a whole lot of Dodgers smoke. A lot of the smoke is like, this is a great fit. The Dodgers have a lot of money. The Dodgers are losing Justin Turner. All, every offseason, we're connecting the dots. We're like, oh, okay, so this guy fits here. This team has money. Uh, so yeah, that, that works pretty much. That, that, that seems like a logical explanation. Um, so, uh, and, but we know that DJ wants to return to the Yankees. He said it, that's not a report. That's not a rumor. He said it in multiple interviews. Uh, I think Yankees management has been pretty clear on that too. Um, I guess the only thing I'm technically worried about is if the Yankees give him such a shitty offer that he's like, you know what, I'm going to LA if they have an offer for him. Because the only way I could see this being a thing is that if the Yankees, you know, kind of John Lester him and disrespect him with some low ball offer. And then he's like, fuck this, I'm out. Um, so I'm not entirely worried. I know the Yankees don't really want to spend a whole lot, but I can't see them being that, you know, callous in the negotiations with their, their MVP. That, that's, that's, that's how I see it. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they're not going to John Lester him. They didn't trade him at the 2020 deadline. <laughs> so luckily, we're not getting, you know, we're not getting that far down. Well, didn't the road. they lowball him before they traded him? Is that that's what happened? They couldn't come to an extension. John Lester pretty much said he was ready to spend the rest of his life in Boston. Yeah. As he should have, like fully, he should have been the Red Sox ace for 15 years. And he's going to have a Hall of Fame case when he retires. Um, I put him in, but also I put everybody in. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I convinced myself Tim Hudson was a Hall of Famer this weekend. So, yikes. Yeah, that was um, good. But, I mean, John Lester had an in- integral role in two World Series in Boston and then bringing the Chicago Cubs their first World Series, you know, in over 100 years. So, there's a lot of <laughs> – talk about yeah. smoke. There's a lot of smoke there. But he was pretty much committed to being a Red Sox for life. They offered him – I don't remember what the numbers are, but it's like the worst – preseason extension ever it was like three years 50 million or something um and then obviously he was like i will sign for anything except for that it was like it was like if dj lemay he was like i'd love to come back to the bronx i'll do anything and the yankees were like one year eight million and he was like no i will not that's not even an extension that's arbitration like (laughs) it's like they offer john lester the worst contract of all time he was like, wow, I literally thought I would sign for anything, but then I saw what it was and I won't. And then they traded him to Oakland in the middle of 2014 for Jonas Cespedes, which like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know what any of that was. But then, of course, uh, I was sort of in the camp of like, well, John Lester obviously will re-sign with the Red Sox after the year and they'll have Cespedes and Lester and it will be this embarrassment of riches. Then Lester said that pretty much the only thing that could have turned him off happened. He went to the Cubs. Uh, Theo got him instead of the new Red Sox regime, which said that's sort of their biggest regret uh, ever because it, it resulted in the David Price signing because they needed pitching, yada, yada. Um, I don't think that you are right that the world in which DJ leaves without coming back to the Yankees first is the world in which they're like, how about two years 18? And he's like, I just did two years 24. And they're <laughs> like, well, we're out of money. So that's that them's the breaks. You said you want to come back to the Yankees. Like, I hope we're not there, and I don't think we are there. I think we are in a world where I don't think the Yankees are giving him five years, which is the scariest part of this thing, and and they maybe shouldn't give him five years. That's, you know, that's a nuanced conversation. I think that it's just money, and honestly, if the worst thing that happens to your franchise is that DJ LeMahieu is 37 and he's your best bench player and you're paying him, you know, $20 million a year, if that's the worst thing that happened to your franchise, then, okay, that's not so bad. And it's also not my money. I love spending other people's money because, you know, who cares who gets a boat? You know, it's all about the common good on it. If you're owning a baseball team, you're gonna have to spend money at some point. Um, I think it's going to settle more. You know, the talk is five years, a hundred. I think it's going to settle somewhere around four years, 85, even four years, 90, or much cheaper than that with some sort of attainable mutual option for the fifth year. Um, We'll see. Like you said, most of the Dodgers stuff is just, gee whiz, wouldn't it be interesting if the World Series champs replaced Justin Turner with DJ LeMahieu? Uh, they wanted him when he was a Rocky a couple of years ago. Gee willikers. But, you know, Jeff Passan's column on Monday morning was the first to sort of say every columnist who writes about DJ LeMahieu now has to start their column by saying the Yankees are the favorites. We get it because, you know, they, they are. They are the favorites at this point. But Jeff Passan was really the first to say, the Yankees are the favorites, but to treat this like a fait accompli is not accurate. The Mets are in, the Blue Jays are in, and the Dodgers are in. So he he went from the Dodgers are a good fit, and danged if the Dodgers wouldn't be an interesting rival for his services, to saying, guess what? 
the Dodgers are in. This market will not conclude itself shortly or even probably not this week, hopefully this month. But you better believe there are going to be some real substantive conversations before this is over. So I don't think you need to be terrified of the Dodgers. But I do think that the Dodgers are the only team that could steal LeMahieu that actually makes sense. So until the ink is dry, I'm going to say that the Dodgers, whether they're involved or not, make perfect sense. And the fact that I'm hearing this smoke on Monday morning means they're probably at least a little bit involved. Now, that is it for this edition of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. We hope Gary Sanchez continues to mash. We don't want to talk about it. It's not a one-to-one correlation that if he mashes in the DWL, he's going to mash in Major League Baseball. But the more hitting Gary does, the better. Folks, make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcasts. We hope this quelled some of your Gary Sanchez worries, at least temporarily. Watch what you want to watch. It's a tough year. This is what's on TV. I hope he, I hope it's home runs and not strikeouts. That's all I'm saying. Until next time, I'm Adam Weiner, but you can find me on Twitter at Adam Weiner. And I'm Thomas Carinante. You can come ratio me at Tommy's underscore takes. I want more. It's been fun. I just hope you read some of the stuff to get a better understanding, but you can't ask for that much this year, I guess. But uh, we got a fun guest for you on Wednesday, guys. So stay tuned and it'll be much lighter conversation and you won't have to cry about Gary Sanchez. Yeah, take care, everybody. You can still cry if you want to, though. Uh, see ya. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Wait, every time you wake up is the same day? That's terrible. Eh, don't worry, I call Progressive. Their 24-7 protection still works, even if my day does last forever. Yeah, but don't you want it to end? Are you kidding? I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, that's a good point. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers, and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.